This is Dr. Rob Harder with the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast, making your world better. What does it take to be an effective nonprofit leader today? What are the biggest challenges? What are the biggest obstacles? How should nonprofits fundraise in an economy that is constantly changing? All of these reasons combined led me to start this show. And it's my hope that through this series, people can learn not only what it takes to be an effective nonprofit organization, but to hear from effective leaders who are successfully making a positive impact in their communities. We hope you enjoy the show as together we hear how they are making their world better. Well, there's no doubt today, especially after this last year, that the first place people find out about your organization is through your website. Unfortunately, for many smaller nonprofits, they don't often have the budget to create, let alone maintain a quality website, which then directly impacts their ability to both fundraise and get more volunteers to support their work. Eight and 48 comes in. This organization is led by Seema Parekh, and they help to build quality websites for nonprofits who otherwise couldn't afford one. Enjoy today's show. Well, Seema, it's so fun to have you on the show today. And for my audience, you'll want to know that Seema wears two primary hats. She currently has a full-time job in the for-profit world, while at the same time, she helps lead this nonprofit organization called 48 and 48. Seema, could you start out by sharing more about 48 and 48? How did it get started? And what is your mission all about? Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for having me, Rob. 4848 was founded in 2015. The co-founders had this idea they were going to bring skilled professionals together to give back to the community. And what they decided was our give back was going to be building a website for nonprofits, thereby increasing the digital footprint of that nonprofit and hoping that more people can find them for volunteers, for donors, and for services. So that was the master plan. It was only intended to be done for one year, but like any fantastic plan, as soon as the first one's over or before the first one's over, they had already had people asking, when are we doing this again? So that's how 48 and 48 actually started. And 48 and 48 means we build 48 websites in 48 hours with these skilled professionals. Our goal and our mission is to support these nonprofits with skilled-based volunteerism so that they can be found and, you know, by those that need them. We know from just a pure numbers perspective that if a nonprofit does not have a legitimate looking website, 75% of those donors will walk away. This is huge for small nonprofits that we work with because our nonprofits usually don't have the skill sets, the resources, or the funding to create their own websites. And we work with nonprofits in all areas, every category you can think of, and our nonprofits are small because they're under $3 million in revenue. Most of our nonprofits are less than a $1 million in revenue. Numbers state that there's about 66% of nonprofits that are under a $1 million. So that is our target, and that's how we're working with our volunteers to improve the world. I love the fact that you're really trying to help nonprofits that don't have the resources otherwise to have a solid website. That's a very noble vision. 
I also know that close to your heart are the issues of equity and diversity. In fact, one of my recent guests, Ursula Price, is doing fantastic work in New Orleans around the issues of racial equity and social justice. And as I talked to her about this topic, uh, we were talking about how there is no doubt that starting last year, coming out of the George Floyd protest, our nation has been having more urgent conversations about race and equity like never before. And I know this is a topic very important to you, and you've been doing a lot of work around this for a while. So perhaps you could share why this work is so important to you, and how have you seen this emphasis grow over this last year? Right. So when 4848 started, we were a on-site hackathon-style event, and we would move from city to city, and we would hold our events in these communities and in larger cities, and then we are therefore giving back to that community. Volunteers from Atlanta would give back to the Atlanta community, New York, Boston, you know, uh, as it goes through. And we found that as far as nonprofits are concerned, they are always focused on the underprivileged. That's the target market for nonprofits. That's what the nonprofit is there for in the first place. Now, we do work with nonprofits that are with sustainability or animals or things like that. But then our focus mostly is nonprofits that serve the minority population and all persons of color in general. And what's really important there is that we know that there's an equity gap. We know there's an equality gap. We know there's social justice gap. And as the whole world is figuring that out slowly but surely or, you know, maybe in super speed now just due to the events of last year, we feel like this is work that we've already been doing for the past six years. We built our 1,000th website at our women's event back in April. So we're a small organization. I consider ourselves to be Atlanta's best kept secret. But on the other side of that, we've already supported and I guess we've already supported a thousand nonprofits across the world. We, we, we live locally, but we act globally. We've built sites all over the, the world in different cities and countries. And I think that that makes our world smaller. That brings volunteers together. That um, allows networking at a completely different level. If you are U.S. based, but now you're building a site for someone in Nepal or Thailand or in Africa. There's a, a learning there that I don't think you can get by just reading in a book, right? So that connection, I think, is very important. And the way that we connect, the way that we raise awareness for our nonprofits, we educate our own volunteers, and then who are hoping that that awareness and education will lead to the action as needed. When you are in the right place, you will know what to do. You will already be schooled or educated in things. We're hoping that not only do does it, do our events give a brand new website to a nonprofit, but it also builds this relationship for that volunteer to say, this is what's happening in this part of the world. And I did this. I built this website. It will make a difference, not just today, but for the next five years. It will be benefiting somebody. So it's really, really been very, very important to me and for our organization, 4848, to stand for something. And we stand for equality. We stand for equity. We stand for social justice. And um, our social justice event, which is launching on June the 11th, will specifically focus on nonprofits that meet those base requirements. We currently have over 300 volunteers signed up and teamed up, ready to go. We are we are a week away, exactly a week away from that event, and we're super excited to get going. We'll be right back. 
Hey friends, thanks so much for listening to the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, I want to make sure you're aware of a whole group of other episodes with fascinating guests that I previously interviewed. Just go to our website, nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. There you'll find numerous interviews of nonprofit leaders from all over the country and even from different countries, all trying to make their world better. I also want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. This will help us get this great content out to more nonprofit leaders just like you. Now, finally, if you want to get my monthly email update that contains more resources in addition to these episodes, it's really easy. Just go to my website at nonprofitleadershippodcast.org and simply type your email address in the top right-hand box, and you'll be added to our monthly email update. And this way, you'll never miss any of the interviews or extra content from this show. And if you have any questions or comments, do not hesitate to email me. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned your special event coming up. So let's get into the details about that. Why did you start it? What do you hope to accomplish with it? And how can my listeners get involved if they want to? In the beginning, we were on site. We wanted to give back to communities. Then during the COVID year, last year for 2020, the pandemic put us in a situation where we had to make a decision. Do we continue to um, work in a small manner of some sort? Or do we just shut down? the nonprofit because we can't hold our on-site hackathon events. So what we did is we pivoted to completely virtual events. And as we pivoted to the go uh, completely virtual events, we found there was a different group of people that we could now touch. Those that could not necessarily show up at an event space were now, av- now available to do anything online in whatever time zone and whatever country. So we found a new group of volunteers there that were ready to support our initiatives. We took that and we said, all right, since we're not doing city to city, we're going to be initiative-based. As our initiative-based event started, we decided that we needed to make sure that we stood for something and promoted something. So we started this year by promoting the women's event and just skilled-based volunteerism for women, showcasing their talent where all the sites were built by women, which was an amazing success. And now with the social justice event, we specifically focus on social justice issues equality issues and equity issues. And that is our goal. So at the end of our June event, we will have worked with 300 plus volunteers, all focused on those issues because they're, they can do something to make a difference in the life of these nonprofits. They can help them. They can help improve their digital footprint. They can make sure that they've done the best thing that they could for a website so that they can be recognized. They can receive the grants that they need because a lot of grants are tied to having a website and not just a website, but a legitimate looking website. So in that way, we are helping all the way around. We are, because our event is a week away, our registration of this particular event is closed. We typically close registration about three weeks ahead of time simply because we build our teams and there's training and work going on. But anyone can find out about the events that we have coming up for the rest of the year by going through, going just to our website at 48n48.org. And they'll go to the events page and, and they'll be able to see this event because it's still up and our global event, which will come, well, which will be hosted in October. I hope that your your listeners will um, see a value with what we're doing. We're, we, are, we do look for very, very specific skill sets because obviously we're building a website. So we're looking for project managers, WordPress developers, 
content developers, UX or UI designers, and digital marketers. Those are our build team volunteers. And then outside of build team, we always have a planning committee and a logistics committee. So those are our event volunteers. So there's something for everyone to do. If you um, if you want to give give us a few hours of your time, I promise you we'll find a way to use it. Well, volunteers are the heart of every nonprofit. Uh, what has been the best and most effective way for you to recruit these volunteers to build these websites? We rely a lot on our sponsors. So our sponsors for this year are Verizon, State Farm, Cox Enterprises, and IBM, our top sponsors for this year. And so we reach out to them. They bring volunteers in. Then we always have our email campaigns and social media campaigns out. And we have a lot of individuals that come from different organizations. And as our event is promoted via our newsletters or emails or social media, then we have additional people that are not necessarily affiliated with any company, individuals, they come together, we put them on a team and they've met some new friends and they build a fantastic website for a nonprofit. Well, it just appears that this event continues to grow as does your organization. So I'm curious, you know, where do you see 48 and 48 in say the next three to five years? What is your vision for the future? So in 2019, before COVID hit, we did 19 events across the US and our our only international one, which was in London. So we did 19 events in 2019. Due to COVID and just changing everything, going completely virtual, we did three events in 2020. We will do five events this year, but they will be virtual. Next year, in 2022, we anticipate going to a more hybrid model, but we can bring our on-site events back on in play because those are incredible networking sessions for all of our volunteers. Building the website's great, but having that opportunity to meet people that you would otherwise not be able to meet is uh, you know, actually incredible. A lot of our volunteers who've never done an event before love our virtual events. Those who have done our virtual, uh, our on-site events, they love the virtual events, but they're waiting. When are we going to be in person again? And each of our events, it's it, they're large events. We'll have three, 500 people volunteering on site, but it's more like a family, a small family reunion to where you go to every city and you kind of see the same, some of the same people again and again. And it's actually really sweet to be able to connect, you know, in multiple years with, with the same people. And then they bring someone else on. So there's a lot of word of mouth that goes on with our organization. So, we're hoping that um, by even talking to you, Rob, here, that your volunteers will say, this is something that we want to get into. This is something our company should get into. We've got these skill sets. Let's go figure out how to build a team or take a team to one of the events. And it's infectious. You come to one and, and you just don't leave, right? You just keep coming back. Well, I love your vision. It just comes out of you very naturally. And I'm impressed with how quickly your organization has grown, despite the fact that you're also doing another full-time job on top of that. So way to go. Um, now, again, give us the date and time of your upcoming event and where can people find out more about it? Great. So June the 11th through the 13th, we have social justice event. To get involved and to get more information about the event, please go to 48in48.org. Navigate to the events page. You'll have all the information. We are hosting the event on an online platform called Wahi. That's W-A-A-H-I dot I-O. So our event will not only be just a build event, but we'll also provide opportunities where we have breakout sessions. Specifically, we will have a allyship roundtable, 
Our keynote speaker is from one of our previous nonprofits, so we're super excited to have him on board as well. His name is Nathaniel Smith. And then we will also have different sponsored events that allow our volunteers to do something fun, to network. We're just super excited about all of those things that are going to happen over the weekend. So there's a give and take. There's an education component. We will have Dr. Crawford from the Morehouse College here in Atlanta speak to the King Papers. So there is a special exhibit that is at Morehouse College, and so she will take our volunteers through that session. Our nonprofits also receive training at our own event. So starting on Friday, we do a kickoff, and on Saturday, our nonprofits are invited for Impact Labs. So once we hand them a website, they end up having to be able to figure out, they have to figure out, well, what do I do with it now? Well, we'll teach you. We'll teach you WordPress 101, how to make changes to your website, change your photo, change some text and things like that so that you become self-sufficient. We teach them about branding and SEO and things like that. So we have a little working session for our nonprofits as well. So it's not like we're just leaving them alone. So there's a lot that goes on through the weekend. So if anyone is interested, please get in touch with us. And if you want to just come and look and see how it goes, attend some of our sessions, we can set that up for you. Well, I love your heart for not only equity and diversity, but for wanting to help out these smaller nonprofits that are often so under-resourced, but are doing great things. So thanks for helping them get the word out about their organization and improving their front door. Thanks again for being on the show, Seema. Hey friends, I wanted you to know that this podcast can be found on both iTunes and Spotify. If you're wondering how to find it, just type in the words Nonprofit Leadership Podcast and this podcast should show up. We also encourage you when you go on iTunes, let us know what you think. Give us a review. Give us a rating. We would love to hear what you think of this podcast and your feedback will help expand this podcast to get it out to as many people as possible. You can also find other resources and interviews of past guests on my website, nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. Again, that website is non nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep making your world better.